0: Welcome to the Blind Android Users channel. This is your source for everything Android, tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this.
1: Before we start the podcast, I would like to wish all the Indian and Pakistani listeners a very happy Independence Day. This is the seventy-fifth in Independence Day of our two nations. So, wish you all a happy Independence Day, and let us prosper and reach the hundred mark shortly.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eighty-eight of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is Saturday, the thirteenth of August, twenty twenty-two. I'm Warren Carr, and we have a house full today. We've got wonderful people here with me today, my co-hosts and a wonderful guest of ours, someone I conferred the ambassadorial duty on, uh, Brandon Miller. So I have my co-host, Doug Cameron from Canada, feed Dan from London, Austin Pinto, a red-headed stranger from Egypt. Of course, I'm talking about Marion. So we got a house full. Of course, Ed is still not feeling so great, and probably be back with us next week. Welcome guys. For today though, we have coming up, we've got some announcements, wonderful announcements. So you want to keep an ear to that because we've got some things we want to talk about. And then in our spotlight today, we're simply talking about the unpack week from Samsung, Motorola and Xiaomi. Welcome guys. Doug, you get us going. What's going on at your end?
2: Oh, you know, I'm just baking out here like a cookie. It's nice hot. Sadly, it's too hot for me, but that's what Aircon's for. Yeah, it's pretty good out here.
0: And, uh, Brandon, you're joining us today. Of course, I conferred upon you the ambassadorial duty of the Android ambassador. And so you are representing us. Are you in Germany? Where are you at, Brandon? (laughs)
3: Well, good morning to you. You know, you are known in certain circles as the Android evangelist, and I, uh, I'm i very, very actually thankful to be here. I'm very happy to be here and to have the Android uh, ambassadorial duties. Uh, no, I am in the U.S. I am in uh, Arizona in the U.S., And uh, like I said, this is my first time here today. So I'm I'm very, very happy to be here and uh, to learn from everybody here and and maybe provide some uh, helpful input uh, when possible.
0: Thank you so much, Brandon. And you're going to be talking to us about your Android journey besides just mainly joining us for the main podcast. Uh, Fidan, what's going on?
4: In London, we are melting So if I suddenly disappear, it's because I've turned into a puddle of mush on the floor because it's too hot. It's about 33 degrees outside now. I think it was a high of 34. Um, Most London houses do not have air conditioning and are built to keep the heat in. Um, So we're keeping the heat out at the moment by closing the windows. And uh, the nearest I've got is a fan. I've got lots of fans, obviously, but, you know, yeah, I did just say that. Um, So, yeah, other than that, I've been preparing to do a church service as part of my training tomorrow and also did a gig this week, which was fun. And that was, but it was hot and I nearly melted. And, yes, I think we're getting thunder on Monday. That'll be good if we do, because... We need to cool down now.
0: And to the red-headed stranger, of course I'm talking about Miriam. Miriam, what's up with you, girl? You were not here last week and I was gonna be fighting with you. What's up with you? <laughs>
5: um, I'm I'm okay. Things are great here. I was sick for the last couple of weeks or so. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, COVID again. It was crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm feeling much better right now, thankfully. Um, the weather here is actually pretty hot. It's like 28 right now and um, 28 Celsius and uh, yeah, it's too hot for my liking too. I, I just, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Winter is getting closer and I'm, I'm really excited.
0: Well, we're happy to have you back and hope you're feeling better and most especially that school will soon be starting or has already started depending where you are. Austin, what's going on, man?
1: So a lot of new technological things are going on. I bought a Pixel Buds Series A and I will be demoing the app of the week, Pixel Buds app of the week today. But other than that, Mumbai is receiving a lot of rain, extreme amounts of rain, actually. Some parts of Maharashtra, the state where I'm from, has got red alerts from the med department. So extreme rains and the weather is good and nice cool can you send us some uh, some rain and some cool weather please yeah you i've you sent uh, some rain to canada and uk
0: <laughs> yeah please
5: please do thank you i need some here here please too long. well
0: so we we're on a cool down this week last week we were you know in the 90s all week long um and so today we're getting a break we are know, as I speak now, it's out there like 62 degrees and we're going to get up to about 72. Uh, So it's not bad today. We're really doing well and I'm loving it. We're going to be taking a little trip uh, after this uh, episode and then, you know, come back on Monday or Tuesday. uh, Just a little road trip. So that's what's going on here. And I'm happy about it. I haven't been anywhere since COVID started, believe it or not. So a little break. We now move on to our announcements and Austin has got some announcements for us. We've got some great things to give away today and Austin is going to give you all that info. Austin?
1: So the developer of Multilingual TTS has given our listeners some codes. So we will be giving it out to some lucky listener who tells us what the secret number or thing that we will say in this episode. So, do listen attentively. There is also a Pixel Buds giveaway, a brand new Pixel Buds, which will be also given to a lucky listener. And uh, again, there will be another secret code for that. So, make sure you listen to the episode attentively. And only one listener can gain one thing at a time. So, you can't get the... A code and the buds at the same time. Now, regarding the donations, we have got two more donations. Matt, a big thanks to Matt Brown and thanks to Joe Hodge for substantially donating to us. We appreciate all amounts donated, and the links to donate to us will be in the show notes. Also, we will be we have already announced it on the mailing list. So, if you're not a member of the mailing list or telegram group, please make sure that you join. The links will be in the show notes. That is it from the announcement section.
0: I want to join Austin in thanking you guys that have donated. And I know times are tough, guys. And so, uh, we really appreciate it. For those of you who have done so and those of you that have not been able to, we also understand it. But like we said last week, uh, even if you're able to donate a dollar, frankly, it'll go a long way. Because just imagine all the members that we have. If we have half of or a quarter of the people donate a dollar, I think we'll be sitting pretty. So we thank each and every one of you guys as you help us out in this venture because we're here to serve you. And we also want to let people uh, people know that, you know, if you have some ideas that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to say so. And then we'll talk about those things in the podcast. And also, like we've said again and again, if you want to come on as guests, you could always come in. Just let us know if you'd like to come on and we'll send you the URL to join us because we love it when our listeners participate. And thank you so much for helping us as we try to make this thing go the way that you would like us to make it go.
1: And the donation is not only to earn money. It's not just because we want to earn money. It's for the expenditure and the building of the website and if we have enough donations we could get better audio gear and all those things so it's for all the money that will be put right back into the podcast
0: exactly would love for people to have better audio gear and all of that so uh, every donation that comes in is going toward the maintenance of the website the podcast and all of that and so we're looking forward to you guys helping us out if you can and i'm sorry we had to do this but it's just kind of been tough and but so we thank those of you that have done so and those of you that are planning to again if you are not able to we totally understand and we're thankful all the same thank you so much Let's move on now to the spotlight, and we're talking about all that Samsung stuff before we get to Motorola and Xiaomi. Uh, Cam, do you want to kick us off by one of the things that Samsung unrolled or unveiled during this uh week or this, yeah, just this week?
2: Well, um, on the 10th, Samsung announced their launch of the Watch 5 and Watch 5 Pro, which in some cases have moderate if not minor upgrades and in some cases there's some substantial upgrades so as some of you would have seen or heard if you tuned into it the watch 5 pro no longer has the rotating bezel like the you found on the watch 4 and previous series so i mean i'm personally okay with that but it it kind of gives a little more of a low-profile feel to the watch, but some of you may find that beneficial. So it's I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about that one. But the biggest upgrades would have came to the body and the glass of both Watch 5 and 5 Pro, given the fact that they're now made with a titanium body and sapphire glass. Myself, I don't necessarily find that to be, you know, really all that big of an upgrade. Uh, But for those of you who are much more outdoorsy and like to go on hikes, on trails, all that kind of stuff, this may be a benefit to you. Other than that, really, there's no upgrades or updates to the internals other than the fact that it's launching with Wear OS uh, 3.5, which is operating on One UI 4.5. So um, I'm intrigued to see how this actually turns out and kind of intrigued to see where it goes, primarily on a software basis for those of us who are on the 4s. So, I mean, we're looking at new price points for the watches and a new size when you come to the the 5 Pro. So the 5 Pro is only coming out in one size now, which is the 45mm. And that is starting at around the 449 American where the watch five comes in two series being the 40 and 44 millimeters coming in at 240 well 279 and 299 for your lte models being starting at 329 and 379 i believe it is so we've seen some upgrades in the price marks but again if it's worth it to you then You're going to go and purchase it.
4: So, how will you do things on the watch now if you don't that you would have done with the bezel before? Because I had what I had an old watch and I used the bezel a lot.
2: Basically, now it's the touch bezel, so it's completely flush into your screen around the outer edge, or you can still use your swipe gestures.
4: So, what you can move your finger around the edge of the phone to yes as if you were doing a bezel oh, that yeah. actually sounds like that might be quite good in a way once you get used to it because with moving parts there's always more of a risk like getting water in there and things if, if exactly. you know what I mean
2: Exactly, and I mean there. And I think that's what happened to my watch
4: in the end. I think that's why it broke because every time I turned it on, in the end, it just overheated within a few minutes, and it was quite scary actually.
2: Yeah. So, like, what you would would find with the four classic and the fives is an IP68 rating, so they're not waterproof; they're water resistant. Yeah. But I mean, my biggest grief with the touch bezel is there's really no speed adjustment, so. For some of us, that uh, use of the bezel may be a little bit intimidating because it can you can move your screens and scroll at a fairly high rate of speed, where with the dial, you kind of knew that one click was one screen. Oh, yeah.
4: So, so you lose that, um, that.
2: You use that, that bit of a guideline. Back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they have the ability to slow that touch bezel down and scroll rate, I'm 100% on board with it. But if they don't, then I personally would probably just sit there and turn my touch bezel off.
0: I think that for people who are used to it, may kind of find it like a new learning curve. Uh, Those of us that haven't been using it, for instance, when I got my Watch 4, it was just a regular watch for and did not have that rotating bezel. So I wasn't missing anything. So uh, for me, it wouldn't make any difference necessarily, but if one had had the classic and that's what you rely on, then it's going to be like a new learning curve for you. If that's what you are used to uh, using in navigating the watch. And frankly, I kind of like just using my finger instead, uh, like you said. I think that constant using of the uh rolling, the whatever, may after after a while kind of wear it down. I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, it doesn't. The bezel itself, it takes a long time to wear it down. So, I mean, for me, it's it's a good fidget spinner. So when you're bored, you just sit there spinning it. So it's it's got benefit. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's also one of the things where I may use it, the bezel a fair bit on mine. And in the time I've had the classic, I don't notice that wear down. But again, I think for someone like me going from having a bezel to having just your touch bezel, I probably would just turn it off because it's more of a pain. And I'd kind of go, like you said, Warren straight back to your swipe gestures just for ease of navigation.
1: But what are your thoughts? Should someone migrate from uh, what's four, uh, four Pro to five?
0: Well, I think that the uh, the five Pro. I think what I like about it though is that battery. Because if I'm getting like three day plus on a single charge, eighty hours, that's really good. Because for me, I think one of the deterrents of the watch that I don't like is the constant charging. You guys know what I mean. I don't like constantly charging that. And if I could have a watch that would last uh, at least maybe two days or more, uh, I think that's, for me, it's a win-win situation. But all that constant charging kind of gets to me after a while. And so it's really nice to see that Samsung has this Watch 5 Pro that has almost 600 milliamp, you know, um, Five hundred and ninety. Samsung, you should have just topped it up to six hundred. Come on, man. Uh, so <laughs> I think I really like that. It, it's a and for me, I like big watches, and if I'm getting it, I'm getting it for the size because I don't like you know girly looking uh, watches. That's why I didn't like my wa- uh, watch. Speaking of
5: girly, by the way, um, we should say also that the uh, Samsung Watch Five and Five Forty Four comes in pink. Gold, silver, sapphire. Those are the
0: colors. <laughs> uh, so it comes, you know, like in a bunch of colors. So people have the choice uh to make that choices. I think what's yeah, what not, not good so. with the, the five pro is that um unlike last year's we don't have silver, you know, for the five pro. And so all you have is either the uh the black or the uh, whatever, black and white, or, you know, golf, whatever that they call it. Um, so I, I hope that, you know, it's Samsung. Samsung may introduce more colors later on, but at least if you're a girl, you like some nice looking uh, pink or whatever, uh, you have the choice of doing so and have a little 40 millimeter and looking girly out there. Something yeah. I'll avoid.
5: I think
0: they also have, like, the one, which is, like, the purple. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I think there's the purple. Yeah,
5: there's
0: the purple. Yeah. So, like Cam said, though, I think one of the things that would really be a seller for uh, people who would like to buy it is the fact that, you know, this has that uh, titanium uh, housing. And then you have that sapphire crystal uh, screen, especially on the Watch 5 Pro and uh if you are a blind person probably you know sometimes we're walking around you knock your finger uh, your your arm on something <laughs> you never know we run into so many things don't we but uh uh but 500 bucks for the LTE version and uh 449 so it's a little bit expensive but not too much compared to what was last year. There's a little bit of a markup here in terms of prices, but of course we know how it is that things have just kind of gotten expensive this year.
2: If you're someone who's just literally gone out and bought the watch for, for classic within even the last six months, like I don't personally necessarily see a reason to go and upgrade to the five since basically you're working with the same watch just based on the internals. Um. Yeah, like I, I just, I personally could not recommend going and doing an upgrade unless you're someone who's had a watch two or like three. You, you know, you miss a series, then I would see the upgrade being feasible. But if you've got the four already, I really don't see a reason to upgrade.
0: Talking about the internals, uh, I'm kind of disappointed though in the sense that Samsung did not. Uh, change anything necessarily. You still have the good old 16 gig uh, internal storage. You still have that uh, 1.5 gigs of RAM and the same chip, that W9 uh, whatever, I don't remember, 920. Uh, So there's not much that has changed except for that battery and also that titanium housing and also for the uh, health-related matters that have kind of gotten a little bit better than what it was. And I think those would only be the new changes for yeah. these watches. so but if you're looking hardware-wise, it's still the same good old stuff from last year.
2: I mean, too, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like when you look at the operation of the internals, there's no I personally would never want to upgrade it unless you're thinking of bringing in more RAM or more storage, just because I mean, it's already running really great with the optimized. One UI 4.5, Flight Four, I guess it is still on the Watch Four and Four Classic. So I mean, the more optimization that they can do, the better it'll run on a lower spec device.
0: And taking a little jab at Samsung, so Apple actually brought out theirs, which is like 32 gigs of internal storage. I I wonder why Samsung didn't do that. And then the one that Apple has is actually running the newest Qualcomm 5.1 and 5.1+. Plus. The only caveat about that is the fact that instead of using the Wear OS, they're using their own software and they claim it could last up to like 10 days on the battery. But I think that if they decide to bring in Wear OS chip, uh, I mean, Wear OS software on it, it may decrease that battery power because it may be more demanding, but... Of course, this is in China. Maybe someone in India like Austin may be able to get it. Uh, We don't have any Apple devices out here, but I would love to see something like that. And hopefully, maybe Google, in its wisdom of infinite wisdom, (laughs) give us a 32-gig watch instead of uh, this uh, 16-gig from Samsung. Of course, last year, that was uh, huge. But now, uh, with these new happenings, I think, 32 should not be too much to ask for.
4: Will it be quite thick then because of this better battery?
0: No, I don't think the battery really would, you know, they could make the battery flat. I mean, the battery, it's not much of a, it's just like 13% um, increase over what last year was. So not too much uh, of a change. But but Warren,
4: uh, you don't want a flat battery.
0: Well, I do want a flat battery. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, girl. <laughs> I don't want it in a flat performance, but I want but... it, you know, flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's really nice. I think that's one thing that would motivate me for the new Samsung Five Watch 5 Pro is the battery because I don't want to be constantly charging my watch. I, I don't like that.
4: What are the health improvements on the
0: watch? It can now detect uh, skin temperature and all of that and ECG and all of that. So oh, wow. it's a little bit better than what last year has. It has improved a lot so, on that. So that's really yeah. good.
2: So basically, the only real addition is the temperature um, sensor. Um, mm. All of your, your ECG, your blood pressure, your sleeps, uh, your pedometer, your oxygen sensors, all those are all the same. The only addition is your temperature.
1: Will
4: it um, count your swimming lengths? Because I, I have a very old watch, as I said before. So I haven't tried a more recent one. And a friend and I had a new watch each. And he had an Apple and I had a Galaxy. Um, And uh, it just sounds like we were eating food, actually, that doesn't it? Anyway um uh, if you don't know there's a uk chocolate bar called a galaxy um anyway um his watch was telling him how many lengths he'd done in the pool and mine wasn't it was just giving me like the duration of my swim and stuff have they did they upgrade that at all since then
2: i believe they have in the four and four classic so i would assume it's kind of upgraded in five Yeah.
4: I don't swim, so I'm probably not the expert on that one. Okay. Because that would
0: be really handy. Both you and I don't swim. I'm not a swimmer either. Uh, I I I love swimming. I haven't done it
4: for ages, but I love swimming.
0: I don't. I don't know how to swim anyway. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So the next thing we want to talk about is that Z Flip and the uh, Z Fold 4. So Z Flip 4. And Z Fold 4, these are the new additions to uh, Samsung's uh, Unpack Week, and they're the highlight of the week anyway. So these are the most, uh, probably the most important of them all, depending on who you're talking to. If you're a watch person, then the watch is probably the most important. And if you're talking about a phone, then you probably. would be preferring the uh, phone to the watch, so we got that uh, Z Flip. Anyone planning on getting the Z Flip? I'm not sure that any of us would want the Z Flip. I'm not into the foldable phones yet. It's not something that I'm interested in. Uh, anyone what's in here interested in getting what's a? The
4: diff- what's the difference between a a flip and a fold? And like, aren't they really expensive? Because the last ones were, weren't they? Hey.
5: I actually saw them, like, in person. <laughs> I mean, I saw them when I was getting my new phone. The The main difference, actually, between the flip and the fold is the fact of the size. So the fold is pretty, pretty huge, actually. Um, and when you um, open it, it's like a tablet. But where the flip is actually, it's like an average phone when it's open. But when you close, like, when you flip it, it's it's so small. Um and also, like I feel like the the flip, the fold is is really heavy. Like I just couldn't um, get it, just because it was really heavy personally, from it, from my liking. Um, the flip, I feel like it's going to break. Like when I hold it, like I feel like it's just it could break easily. Um, I don't gravitate personally. I don't gravitate towards the fold, either the fold or the the flip. To be honest,
3: I actually would. You know, depending on the build quality, I mean, I, I, I would expect that, you know, obviously a company like Samsung would, would recognize that, you know, the hinges for years have been, you know, kind of frowned upon. And, and but I mean, you know, we have Gorilla Glass now. And, and so depending on the build quality, I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I, I don't have a problem with, I, I think I would go with the flip just uh, because I kind of like that idea that, into call, you just flip it closed. You know how it was back in the old days, kind of has that retro feel, you know, when you're done with a call, you yeah. just flip it slam close. it like, down, God, slam that. it down,
0: uh, um, slam it down, uh, Brandon Winters. That's Brad, right, just know? okay, <laughs> done, done,
3: you know. And then, and then, and I, and I wonder if that outer screen, because remember, again, that, that kind of retro feel, you know, you had your screen when the phone was open, and then that little outer screen when it was closed, you could just see like the caller ID. If that's accessible, then, then, uh, yeah, I, I would consider it. It was.
5: can, can you last do that year. though
4: can you can you flip the phone close to end the call i didn't know yeah. that was a thing anymore
5: oh right yeah you can do it
4: yeah. that would be cool that and would be so very I, cool i really
0: like that because i'm thinking of you kind of pissed off at someone yeah
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, and that's all i have to say on that <laughs> yeah
0: Uh, So, yeah, and the outer uh, screen is accessible. And so that's the good news about it. And uh, better material this year and also better uh, cameras. They finally have like uh, flagship cameras on there because one of the complaints from last year was the fact that the cameras were so, so were not all that good. Uh, This year, however, these have better cameras. So it's a good thing to see them happening this year. And um, like the fold that Miriam is not keen on, uh, it's a a little bit better this year. It's a little bit shorter and also a little bit wider when it's unfolded. So I know my wife kind of liked it. We almost got her one. I don't know. Maybe she's going to want to get this one. Who knows? But uh, I'm not into the flips yet. Um, Just... uh, kind of give me that candy bar of a phone (laughs) but i think if it becomes the norm then of course i have no choice but get a flip phone and so we'll see how that all pans out
4: but it was one of those things with older phones though there was all the excitement of what they would look like you know would they be a candy bar or a flip would they have uh, on the older ones a qwerty keyboard or a number keyboard, there were all these variables. And I feel like a lot of Android phones now, and and iPhones actually, they they all just look the same. They're just these big slabs of phone, And, um, you know, maybe the flips and the folds are bringing back a bit of the excitement there. And I do wish somebody would do one with an actual little QWERTY keyboard on it again. I'd love that. Well,
0: the QWERTY keyboard, it seems like you know, people don't like it for some reason. I don't know why, but I think what has happened is that I think that the uh, Kodi keyboard kind of adds a little bit of a bulk to the phone. And I, I don't know why we're so crazy about the thinness um, and all of that. And talking about the thinness, you know, the Xiaomi Mix Fold 2, which also got unveiled, is actually... Supposedly thinner than what Samsung has at 5.4 millimeter to the 6. whatever that the Samsung Fold uh, 4 or the Flip have. Uh, So we're kind of seeing people kind of, or companies trending toward these uh, nice looking things, and because we tell them that's how we want it. And for me, though, I don't mind a phone that feels like a brick. For me, I prefer that longer lasting battery. I don't care about the phone um you know how heavy it is as long as it has good battery I'm all in for it. And I think this year's battery has also improved a little bit from like what 3400 to 3700 milliamp. I think that is still a little bit mediocre but uh what can you say?
4: I'm just imagining you now Warren with a phone that actually looks like a brick. You know an actual building brick
0: i would love it i would love it not that would
4: be too big even for your hands i think
0: (laughs) well so here's here's the the thing though see for me i like phones that are big and so when i hold like a five inch or five point something inch phone it's like i'm gonna drop it it's just uh just doesn't feel right you know so (laughs) i just I'm into the bigger phones, you know, anywhere over six inch uh, phones. That's the ones I'm looking for.
4: But you see, these smaller ones are perfect for us girls. And I'm getting a bit fed up because a lot of us have smaller hands and some men have smaller hands, you know. (laughs) And I'm getting a bit fed up with how many phones are being designed for men, basically. And Uh, by all means, design phones for men. But let us have our choice (laughs) as well, you know exactly
6: you know like well and you know what
3: i'm what i'm getting fed up on is all of this extreme focus on the camera 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 camera. cameras are important don't get me wrong but um you know we we hear a lot about movies coming out now with spatial audio and stuff and so i the, the, the way a phone sounds you know how loud it gets and the way the audio sounds coming out of the phone that's also important to me i'm tired of these horrible sounding little tinny quiet speakers
4: some of the phones that have a really, really good camera and a rubbishy recording, you know, so you go on YouTube or something like that and you watch a video and people say, Oh yeah, it's a great picture. The sound's just horrible. Um, I think, the, I think that's improving now and there are more things, you know, in stereo, but when I was buying my last, uh, Samsung phone, my, um, S20 FE that I've got, um, it was really difficult doing research on which phones recorded in stereo. Whenever I took did, whenever I did a search for the phone model whichever it was I was looking up and um stereo recording, I just kept getting loads of stuff about stereo speakers, which is good, but that wasn't enough for me. Like you say, it's all camera, camera, camera. There's all sorts of detail about the camera but not much about the stereo sound or
5: mono sound or anything. And
4: yeah, it's annoying. I agree.
5: That's true. Whenever you see like a video um, that's, you know, like talking about the phone, reviewing the whole thing, they rarely, rarely talk about um, the speaker, sorry, the microphones and how they record and all that details. Um, It's usually really superficial. Like, I don't know. I'm a person who likes to get every single detail. Um, So Neither articles nor YouTube videos actually talk
3: about that. Samsung phones have Dolby Atmos too. And so the whole point of Dolby Atmos is again to to make hyper realistic audio. So I just I just cameras are great and all, but you know, I, I just wonder how do the flip and the fold, how how do they sound? Uh how I, I guess they should perform. Well, uh, because I guess they're running Android 13 with 1Ui, uh, one one what, 4.1 or 5? 5, 5, five yes. Yeah.
4: But when I'm, I'm looking at reviews, sometimes the way I have to find out how does the phone sound is to watch the video that sometimes goes with the review where the person says, this is how a video looks filmed with this phone. And I put my headphones on and listen to how it sounds because they're usually saying something. As Sometimes they don't. You can just hear the wind or something. Uh, But it usually gives you an idea, but not much of one. And like I say, they they don't say how this is how video looks and sounds. They just they don't mention the sound. It's irritating.
0: Well, here's the problem, though. If you look at our world today, you think of all the YouTube shorts and the TikToks and all that uh, Instagram and whatever. The reason why the focus is on the camera is because, uh, you know, people use this thing a lot to capture all sorts of things, whether it be it nature, be it foods or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so the camera has become the centerpiece that people focus on. So for us who are blind, you know, we don't use the camera much. And so it doesn't, it oftentimes doesn't make sense to us that the focus is on the camera. But frankly, for a sighted person, It's all about that camera because it's replacing your traditional camera that we used to know. And that's why the race is on to see who comes out with the most uh, spectacular uh, camera on the phone. Because if you have that, it just uh, negates the need of, uh, you know, taking alongside with you a bulky, you know, a a DSL uh, camera or whatever. Uh, So people are into that because it makes it easier for them. I'm looking at my stepdaughter She does some things for, um, uh, you know, the the car thing, where they do the races and all of that, she and her hubby. So they, you know, actually she uses her Galaxy uh, S22 Ultra in catching uh, some of those uh, shots and they're immaculate. So, you know, it just kind of cuts down on the need of that bulky stuff. And so... I can see where they're coming from. And now look at Motorola coming out with the first 200 megapixel on the X30 Pro that they announced as well. So you see the trend, you see where we're going. And the camera definitely has become the centerpiece of the phone, whether we like it or not. That's what it is.
4: I I get that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with shouting about making a good camera. And, you know, for example, my mum, she loves taking photos. and A lot of the time, if she's just out for a walk or something, she can just take her phone with her, which she would do anyway. So that's easier. But if you've made nice audio mics for your phone and it records in stereo, for example, why not shout about that as well? Why why yeah, but keep by it such default, a secret
0: fee, by default every phone now records in stereo so and also No
4: no 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 yeah, no, 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 no. no
0: seriously D- tell me which phone doesn't record in I stereo I think there are
4: a lot of I bet there are still a lot of cheaper ones that don't I think there are some cheaper Samsung ones that don't for example No
0: the, all Samsung phones no. record in stereo the, the m
5: series the... probably don't
0: now I think let's not assume things that they don't. If you are talking about playback, you know some still have the monaural speakers. But recording, even back in the early days, I'm looking back at like my Galaxy S4 or you know my uh, Nexus whatever, they all recorded in stereo. It's Just that yeah, they, have not, they you know they bottom did, firing speaker, and that's all. But this, the the yeah, recording has stereo. nothing to do with that.
4: Yeah, but they were they were the S Galaxy S series. Um, they they always have, but they're quite a flagship one. I had a Galaxy A something. I can't remember what number it was now. And it didn't record in stereo. And um,
0: I had a J7, it recorded in, in stereo, and that's from 2015.
3: Talk about the camera. Again, I, I, I acknowledge, I, I think that it is important that phones do have good cameras, because as a blind person, I do use the camera uh, to do things like recognize the scenery around me with machine vision and stuff. And uh, I really honestly have not been too impressed by Bixby Vision. Uh, I, I almost never default to using Bixby Vision when I want to read a document or when I want to get an idea about a scene around me. So why, you know, I, I think companies like Samsung, like Google and other, other. sorry, that uh, apparently it, it hurt me. Uh, but, but if we're going to, you know, Let's think about how can we how can we help blind people to get a better understanding of the world with these amazing, breathtaking, captivating cameras? You, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's use the camera for more than just great visual stuff. Let's let's improve the A.I. Let's improve. You know what I mean? To 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 help people that are blind or have low vision to get a better sense of the world around them.
0: I agree, Brandon, because I think that the camera also is going to benefit us a lot, to be honest, because the better the camera uh, with all the uh, UWB, you know, wide, ultra wide band that Google introduced in uh, the Pixel 6 series and it's still untapped. So just imagine the kind of things that we could use the camera for. And so I think that in reality, the camera is also going to be a benefit to us who are blind. Uh, so yes, it's good to have nice sound, but I don't, you know, play my music on my phone. If I want to hear my music, I use a headset. I'm not going to use my phone as though I'm carrying a boom box back in the uh, 1980s or whatever. So for me, uh, the speakers really don't make much of a difference to me. I, I think I'll take a camera, good camera phone, any day over uh, speakers because I always use my headset anyway if I wanted good quality sound.
3: Yeah, but wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be nice, for example, if you know? And this and this opens up, you know, discussion. I'll say uh, people people tend to say no, 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 but I think it would be nice if if there could be an emotion mode where I would say uh, they look angry, they look happy they look confused uh you know that that's just one example because a lot of the stuff that i miss out on as a blind guy are facial expressions so that's that's just one example or um maybe you could tell us different kinds of flowers or different kinds of trees or different kinds of cars oh that's a that's a chevy that's a ford that's a gmc that's a bentley that's a bmw you know stuff like
6: that
0: And all that boils down to the software. You know, we have cameras that are capable of doing that. Um, Just about most cameras on the flagship should be able to do that. But again, like I said, it's an untapped market, and I'm optimistic that these things are going to become the norm to where, you know, you could just point your camera and for it to be able to tell you, what it's looking at and and things like that, and give that descriptive thing you're talking about, Brandon, uh, maybe someone, a sad-looking kid there on the corner of the street or whatever the case may be. And so it's just a matter of time. And with combination of the camera hardware and software, I think we're all in for a treat. So uh, I think it's a beneficial thing to us who are blind the better the camera it is. I'm just looking at, you know, just using things, mundane things like scanning a document. And if I use an older phone, for example, and I compare it to the result that I get from my Pixel 6 Pro, it's just a vast difference. So that has to do with the camera and all of that. So it's beneficial to us too. Well, let's bring in the Mix Fold 2, and that's the Xiaomi one. And uh, the Xiaomi has the mixed Fold too, that I understand is even better than what Samsung has. It's thinner than, again, we're talking about that thinness here again. And frankly, I, I really don't care about <laughs> whether heavy or not. But again, it is counted as thinner than what Samsung has. And the hinge is a little bit better than what Samsung has. And also, I do want to mention here in passing that if you are listening to us and you want one of those uh, codes, promo codes for the multilingual TTS engine, your code word is TAL, T-A-L. And so when you look at this thinness and all of that that we've been talking about, it all depends on the person, but then it seems like we want things thinner and thinner. That's a society that has kind of defined that and told us, hey, you know, this is what looks best. This is what feels better. So we can't change these things, can we?
4: I don't know. We could. We could start having, um, you know, same as with the magazines and that, you know, stop having these uh, zero-size bodies. You know, maybe we don't have to have so many zero-size phones either.
0: Ah, uh, you're talking like the nothing phone. <laughs>
4: yeah, the, the, the nothing phone, is no, it, it's nothing there. So,
0: yeah. Talking about the no, nothing yeah. phone. I should the say guys...
4: size zero, not zero size. <laughs> it's very, very hot here and I'm melting.
0: The guy, you know, the nothing guys were telling us that they had like a 1400 brightness and it turned out, they got called out on it. Oh, guys, it's less than 700. So, And they're now walking back. So what kind of bothers me is that companies sometimes say these things and just thinking that people are going to take it, but then the technical people look into it and find out that, ah, that was not too much in the up and up. And another thing I want to mention here in passing is that if you're going to get that Pixel A bot series, your password... Or the card is JD.
5: So now I think we should talk about the Galaxy Buds Pro Two because I have the um, earlier generation, which is like the Galaxy Buds Pro Live One, um, and they say that there's like not much of a difference. Actually, thirty dollars um, higher than the uh, the Galaxy Buds Pro, um, the the earlier generation um they also say that it has um much higher audio quality um so it, it's actually the, the galaxy buds pro pro 2 they're 15 percent smaller than the the other ones which i think is kind of insane because the ones that i have are pretty small and people when they look at them sometimes they don't think that they are like earbuds even um you know, for for like, when I first got them, I had to look at the, uh, I had to look at the uh, tutorial, the manual to see how can I, uh, how can I use them or wear them because they look kind of different. Um, it also supports um, high, fi audio, which is like um, a much higher quality, and it's um, like it's higher in Bluetooth. But the point is, I really hope. That like Bluetooth audio is just a real fail, personally. And just because we don't have like anything other than one volume control. And whenever we get a new earbuds, um, people tend to say, like, okay, we have a new uh, quality for a new update for audio, Bluetooth audio. And I always feel like, okay, I'm really optimistic and excited to see something new. Regarding um, Bluetooth audio and accessibility controls, yet we see like we see the same thing. Um, I'm looking forward to trying them. I think I could trade mine, um, and I could pay pay like hundred dollars. I think. Uh, well, knowing that the Galaxy Buds Pro two are actually two twenty nine U S dollars, so I don't think they're expensive. Um, we have do we have any information about like the pixel buds,
3: how how much they cost? Hold on, can this is Brandon? Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Do you know is there anything uh, and this this will be a great segue into what you just mentioned, do you know is there anything exclusive that the sorry about my background noise. Is there anything exclusive that the uh galaxy buds you know the, the the brand new Galaxy Buds Pro can do that other things can't. You know, in other words, if you, if you pair the Galaxy Buds, you know the newest ones,
6: mm-hmm.
1: with
3: Samsung devices, is there anything exclusive that that you yes, can do? Yes, there is. Like there were certain things that you could do with with the Pixel Buds that you mm-hmm. couldn't do with other Buds.
5: Well, basically, there's something actually I I discovered when I updated um, my phone to Android 12, which is the fact that if you're playing music and you have two pairs of earbuds, Galaxy Buds particularly. Um, you can actually play the same thing on both of them at the same time through something called Smart Play or something. I can't remember what it was called, um, and it was pretty cool because I sometimes would want to do that with my friends, where we want to use the same phone but we want to play, um, like we have pair two pairs of earbuds and we want to play the same thing. So I think this is exclusively for for the Galaxy uh, buds users. Um, also, we have this you know option where you can we can do Bixby wake up um through the the earbuds. Um, obviously, other st- Bixby routines also work with with the galaxy Buds, which, if you have another like pair of earbuds, they don't work that way. Um, the smart things do, like the smart things app um. So yes, we have like exclusive things that are exclusive to the Samsung Galaxy Buds. Um, so what I was what I was talking about earlier, um, what I mentioned earlier was the fact about the price. Um, is it? Do you think like it's there's a difference in the price between this and the, the Pixel Buds? Is it more expensive? Well,
0: the, the Pixel Buds are two hundred bucks. You know, one ninety nine. Oh, so yeah. um <laughs> So they're not as expensive as that. Of the uh, the Galaxy Buds Pro Two. Now I'm not, uh, you know, um, an earbud kind of guy. I never want to put anything in my ear. So you guys, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <agree> you. <laughs> well, you want something looking girly, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Especially
5: because it's like the the color, the new color is actually amazing. When you wear them, it doesn't like people. when They look at me, they don't actually notice that I'm wearing earbuds. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty I cool. like that.
0: That's really neat. Uh, So, yeah, you know, you could get that. And uh, I think the uh, good thing about the uh, Galaxy ones is that they also have like a support for 24-bit audio. So that's really nice. That's absolutely nice because, uh, um, and the Pixel ones are no slouches either. So if you're into Buds and all of that, they're worth checking out. We now move on to our app of the week and Austin demonstrates the Pixel Buds app. And here's Austin to talk about that demo.
1: Today in this app of the week section, I am going to demonstrate Pixel Buds app. I have the Pixel Buds A series. This app comes with all the Pixel devices pre-installed. However, to open the app, at least for me, I don't know if this is some configuration fault or no, but we need to go to settings, then apps, then see all apps and find Pixel Buds and open it. Or we go to the Play Store, search for Pixel Buds and open it that way, but I don't see any icon on the home screen or in the apps list. I'm using Pixel 6a with Android 13. I'm using Pixel Buds Series A. Right now, I don't have the buds connected to my phone because if I connect them to my phone, then the mic will not be able to catch the audio. So the earphones are not connected to the phone. So let's open the app and check it out.
6: Navigate up more up Pixel Buds. Open button. Allow Pixel Buds to find, connect to, and determine the relative position of nearby devices.
1: So with we'll click Allow button here.
6: App. Allow Pixel Buds app to connect to your Pixel Buds. Pixel Buds app requires the nearby device permission to find, connect to, and determine relative position of nearby Pixel Navigate up. Pixel bud Button. Pixel Buds. So out first of list. we need
1: to pair the Double buds. Double tap to
6: activate.
1: To pair the buds, We have this square shaped case, this bottle shaped case. You press the button on the case. The button is very difficult to find, actually. It's at the bottom near the USB C port. It's a little bit away from it, but it's difficult to find. So I press the button and you open the case up. And now you. Remove the buds and insert them into your
6: device detail.
1: So I am in the app and it's showing me device details.
6: Navigate up. Button. Rename.
1: I can Double-tap rename my device.
6: Austin's Pixel Buds A Series.
1: That's the name of my buds that uh, I think it got renamed because of my account.
6: Forget. Button. I can
1: forget it. Double
6: Connect. Button.
1: I can connect it, but I don't want to connect it because if I connect it, then the mic will not catch the audio.
6: Find device, see location info or ring device in list.
1: I can find device. So if I go here.
6: Google Play Services. Navigate up. Find device. Austin's fixed. Disconnected. Show device image. Image. Ring left. Button. Disabled. Ring right. Button. Disabled. To ring your earbuds, they must be nearby and connected to your phone. Ringing can cause hearing damage if earbuds are in ears.
1: So please do not wear your earbuds and click on Find Device and ring them. Otherwise, it may cause hearing damage. But then I don't know what is the the use of Find My Device. If someone steals your earbuds and goes away, And your phone disconnects from it. How can it then? How can you find your earbuds?
6: Back device details find touch controls, on tap, double tap, and
1: more. So, this is the touch control settings. You can set what each tap on the earbuds do.
6: Touch controls, navigate help. Touch controls on switch disabled. Enlist. You
1: can even disable the touch control, but it's not letting me do it because the device is not connected.
6: Learn controls. Heading. Single tap play, pause, or answer call.
1: So Double it's tap. Single activate. tap can hear play, pause audio calls. Let me just Single tap. See.
6: Play, pause, dismiss button. Play, pause, or answer call. Single tap.
1: So point that is the
6: only miss. setting that I have. Touch controls. Double tap next track or reject call.
1: Double, Double
6: tap. tap to activate.
1: Double tap is for next track or reject call.
6: Triple tap previous track.
1: Double, Double tap, tap to is activate. previous track. Touch and hold assistant. And touch and hold to view. Assistant, which is a very good feature. Once I tapped and held my earbuds by mistake and. Assistant came up and it was reading all my notifications. Back. So if I go Device back. Nice
6: details touch control, sound, EQ, and adaptive sound. This, tap this to activate.
1: section will be all the more useful for all those audio files, audio geeks. You can tune the equalizer and all those things here. Let's go here.
6: Sound. Navigate up, help, EQ, bass, adjusts lower frequencies, disabled. Minus 1.0, slider.
1: You can set your bass at low frequencies.
6: Volume EQ, connect your earbuds to adjust settings, on, switch, disabled.
1: And it's telling me to connect the earbuds to adjust setting, which I cannot do. But all the demo that I'm giving you um, with the earbuds is... You can do it yourself.
6: Adaptive sound connect your earbuds to adjust settings on. Now, adaptive sound
1: is to so that it adjusts the volume depending on your surrounding noise. I've kept this on. This may shorten battery life.
6: Sound features can improve your audio experience but may shorten the battery life of your earbuds.
1: So that's what it's saying.
6: Back device details. Sound. In-ear detection on. Double In-ear detection activate.
1: is on. So if you don't, if you want to track to keep playing, even if your ear bud is out of your ear, you can just uh, turn this off.
6: More settings, firmware updates, about, and more. And we have
1: more settings here.
6: More settings. Navigate up, help, button. You
1: Double have this very nice help uh, section. Which shows you all the settings
6: and widget to home screen in list.
1: You can Double add a widget to, to a home screen. I've already done that.
6: Firmware update up to date.
1: Double I would to strongly, strongly recommend if you get a Pixel Buds, a OnePlus Buds, a Realme Buds, or Mi Buds, please install the app, accompanying app, and update the firmware. It is very important that your earbuds, firmwares are up to date. This happens automatically, but sometimes you should go and check there because many features and other improvements, battery improvements are added to this. Let's go here.
6: Firmware update. Navigate help. Automatic updates on, switch, list.
1: So I have automatic Double tap updates to activate.
6: on. Allow your Pixel Buds to automatically download and install updates. Device Firmware Status, Heading, Up to Date, Last Checked 11 Hours Ago.
1: And Device Firmware Status is Up to Date, 11 Hours Ago, Last Checked.
6: Device Firmware Version, Heading, Left Earbud, 3.415.0.
1: This is the firmware.
6: Right Earbud, 3.415.0. Case, 3.415.0.
1: Even the case has its firmware. Now one of Back the problem that happens settings. with this Pixel Buds up is
6: tap if to you activate.
1: do a manual update, you have to keep the four earbuds in the case and keep the case open and keep the case near your phone. As you select manual update, the audio of the phone will change to your earbuds audio. And as you cannot wear those earbuds, you don't know what is happening. So I would suggest that you wait for 20 minutes and then you open the, remove the earbuds and see if they are done or no.
6: About. Earbud status, serial numbers, and more.
1: About. Let's about.
6: About. Navigate up. Help. Earbud status, disconnected, enlist. Model. Google
1: Pixel Buds A Series, tutorial, double tap You can tap go to, to a tutorial also, which will show you how to pair the earbuds, how to insert them in your ear, all those touch control gestures, it will give you a demo and a music plays when you do the tutorial.
6: Send diagnostics, connect your earbuds to adjust settings, off, switch, disable.
1: You can send diagnostics, although I don't want to send Device it. Device
6: serial numbers, heading. Left earbud, 17 Right earbud, one seven, Case, 1802 LCAF 0CO824.
1: This is the serial number of the earbuds.
6: More settings. About tips and support. Help articles. Troubleshooting. Nice call tips chat. and
1: support and
6: Double tap articles. You
1: can even call their chat.
6: Email notifications. Manage email updates.
1: You can Double get notified via email whenever there is an offer. Which is personal preference? If you want to, you can. Don't want to, you don't.
6: Send feedback. Help improve Google Pixel Buds. You
1: can send feedback. Double tap.
6: Safety. Warranty and regulatory. Safety. Handling. Usage. And more.
1: And that is it from the app of the week. The Pixel Buds app, which is a companion to all the Pixel Buds released as of today. Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you so much, Asin, for that demonstration. We now turn on to our highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 48. In our last installment, installment 47, we looked at the fourth entry under the four-finger gesture heading. Today, we'll be looking at the fifth item, And for today's demonstration, I'm using my Pixel 6 Pro, running Android 13 4.1 and TalkBack 13.0. For speech services, I am again utilizing the Google Speech Services. I am on the home screen and will now tap with three fingers to activate the TalkBack menu.
7: TalkBack menu. Actions in list.
0: Here is TalkBack menu. The item I'm after here in the TalkBack menu will be the TalkBack Settings. I'll put my finger down and tap on TalkBack Settings.
7: TalkBack Settings.
0: TalkBack Settings. We tap here to activate.
7: TalkBack Settings. Navigate up, button out of list.
0: I am now in the TalkBack Settings, and if you have a phone that is not tall enough, you'd want to scroll up the page or rather scroll down the page by putting two fingers in the middle of the phone and then gliding the fingers upward and that in turn scrolls down the page or scrolls down the screen. Because I have a tall enough of a phone, I'll simply put my finger toward the bottom and I'll find the item we are after and that item is the customized Gestures. I'll now put my finger down and tap on customized Gestures.
7: Customize Gestures in List.
0: Here is Customize Gestures. I'll tap here to activate.
7: Customize Gestures out of List.
0: We are now on the customization page of the gestures. And this is when we should switch our granularity or the mode to the heading mode. Over and over again, I've indicated that we have three methods of changing those granularities. You could either scrub up and down with one finger in one fluid movement to change those granularities, or simply swipe down with three fingers, or swipe from left to right or right to left with three fingers to change that granularity. Once we get to the granularity, that we're looking for, in this case, we're looking for the heading granularity. Once we get to that, then we'll swipe down with one finger to move through the headings. I believe, though, that I already have mine set to the heading mode, and all that I need to do now is to simply swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until we get to the four-finger gesture heading. I will now swipe down with one finger and keep going till we get to the heading we're after.
7: One finger, heading, in list.
0: Here is one finger heading. I'll swipe down again.
7: One finger back and forth, heading.
0: That's the one finger back and forth. Swipe down.
7: One finger angle, heading. Showing item 7 to 17 of 51.
0: This is a one finger angular heading. We'll swipe down again.
7: Two fingers, heading. showing we item down 17 to two to 26 of 51.
0: I'll swipe down
7: one more time. Three Fingers, Heading, showing items 26 to 36 of 51.
0: We are now on the Three Finger Heading. One more swipe down and we'll be on the Four Finger Heading. I'll swipe one more time to get me to the Four Finger Heading. Four Fingers, Heading. Here is my Four Finger Heading. And for a quick review, let's look at the four items that we've looked at Under the four-finger heading. And these are the ones that we looked at.
7: Tap with four fingers. Practice gestures. Next. Double tap with four fingers. Open tutorial. Showing items 36 to 45. Double tap and hold with four fingers. Pass through system gesture.
0: And the last one we looked at last week that was in installment 47 was. Triple tap
7: with four fingers. Tap to assign.
0: And for today's installation, we're looking at swipe up with four fingers, previous window. Swipe up with four fingers, previous window. Now, what are we talking about here about windows? In other words, what we're saying here is that I am now in the talkback settings under the gestures. Now, if I swipe up with four fingers, it will take me to the top of my screen and that will be right where you find things like notification, time, Wi-Fi, telephone strength, and all of that. That's a window there, and that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. So swiping up with four fingers will take you to that previous window. I'll now swipe up with four fingers to show you what I'm talking about, and here I go by swiping with four fingers upward.
7: Battery 65%, out of list.
0: I swiped up with four fingers, and I'm told that my battery strength is at 65%. So in other words, now I am on that window, and all I can do to go through the different items in that window is swipe from left to right or right to left to move through the items that I found in this window, e.g. the time and the connectivity and all of that. I'll swipe left. Phone three bars tells you my font strength is three bars. Swipe left again. Wi-Fi signal full. Wi-Fi signal full. Swipe left again. Do not disturb image. It tells me do not disturb is on or it says the image of the do not disturb.
7: So it means I am now in do not disturb mode. Casting image. Casting. Cast notification. Casting screen image. So
0: it's talking about the fact that I'm casting my screen using the Reflector 4. And that's what we mean about moving to the previous window. So if you're working with something and you want to go to the previous window, then that's what you do, swipe up with four fingers. And that concludes today's installation of the TalkBack Highlights. And now we move on to our Android journey story. And of course, we've got Ambassador. Ambassador, it's your turn, man give us a load down of that Android journey story where you started. It's my most favorite part of the podcast whenever we have someone that comes on and talks about their Android journey story. So I'm really thankful that, Brandon, you are here, the Brandonator, to come and talk about his Android journey story. Ambassador, you've got the mic.
3: What's up, guys? So uh, I hope nobody has... uh me overly abrupt or anything today but it's just uh well and and then in addition i want to apologize for my background i do have some kids in my background which is why i've been making judicial use of the mute button um but yeah i i've been using android guys uh ever since gingerbread now that's quite old quite old and uh i am now up to android 12. uh so you know, it's 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 been really, really tremendous. Uh, one interesting thing about my story is, you know, I think that one thing I've noticed is that you tend to stay with whatever operating system you started with, um, unless something happens like what happened to me. So back in the day, back in the like iPhone 3GS days, again, ancient phone, totally ancient phone. Uh, but but you know, the 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 iPhone 3GS was the first mainstream accessible phone so i went and i made a apple id and everything and i was i was all i was all ready to go i had my apple id and it was all set up and everything and then i went to the store and at that time i was with a prepaid carrier i was with boost mobile here in the u.s and they didn't have any iphones (laughs) so all of that was was for for nothing, essentially, you know, my creation of my Apple ID and all that, um, and that—that's—that's that's why I started with Android because all they had in the store at the time was Android. And it's like, well, I need—I need a phone, you know, I can't not have a phone. Uh, and and back in those days, it was Android Gingerbread, uh, and you know, uh, Talkback Talkback has come a long, long way, and and uh, just the overall. The way that you do things on on phones i've worked with both google and samsung phones i've worked with google and samsung phones and just the way you know that the, the, the that the user interfaces have changed uh the way that the keyboards have changed and the way that talkback in particular has changed has, has just nothing but improved and uh now now we see in fact that google and samsung did have a a limited sort of collaboration uh, for accessibility, back in 2021, so I'm I'm hopeful that that will, will continue uh, at least you know that dialogue. Um, but yeah, I I just I just think that one thing that I find really really annoying is that it seems like uh, many people, both blind and sighted, think oh um, you need an accessible app, you need to get an iPhone, you need to get some kind of iOS device. They, they they just automatically go to that. And uh, as, as the Android ambassador, I am gonna do my utmost to show people, look, using Android and using iOS are not that different. And I think acceptability should be even on both. So what phones have you had? Uh, so I've had the Pixel 3, 4, and 5. I had the Galaxy S9, the Galaxy S10, and then I jumped up to the Galaxy S21. Well, I have the Galaxy S21 Plus, but I don't I don't have the Ultra. And uh right now I, I use my uh, Galaxy S21 Plus as my daily driver, because that's the one I've got cell service on, and then I use the Pickle 5 uh just as kind of a test device, you know, just to see oh, this is how it works on Samsung phone. This is how it works on, on the Google phone. Like, like for example, one thing that I think is helpful right now on Google is that TalkBack is able to try to um, extract and read text and images. Uh, but it's you can't do that on Samsung products yet.
0: So, uh, Brandon, were there any problems you had when you got started on that gingerbread, Man, kind of making me hungry, um, talking about gingerbread, did you have any difficulty? Did you feel like, oh, I made a mistake? And of course, so yours. What happened to you was it kind of reminds me of what gave some musicians a start. You know, like for instance, Jim Reeves of all people, that you know uh, jumped in to fill in for Hank Williams who didn't show up. So he went to the store specifically to get the. Um, food veil device and it wasn't there so you jumped on something else so it reminds me of that story were there any problems that you had that kind of made you kind of regret your uh, decision you know even though the other guy didn't show up
3: yeah um so i really was never a fan of the circle gesture, like when you go to change settings in Talkback, used to have to draw this circle and then and then lift your finger when you found eventually found the option that you want. Uh, I never was I never was a fan of that. Um, but I you know I I saw as as I went that eventually they turned that into a list, which is a lot more efficient for me to you know work with if I want to change something about Talkback. Um, there used to be the issue where. Anytime, anytime you needed to put in a password, whether that be to unlock your device after a restart, let's say, or uh, on the web, you had to connect headphones. Otherwise, TalkBack would just say dot, 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 dot. Okay, That's not helpful. That, that is not <laughs> helpful. Uh, that, that,
1: that,
3: you know, and I don't always want to have to plug in, you know, headphones or earbuds just to put in a password, you know, because that that takes a, su- such a small amount of time to type in the password and go. It's not like I'm filling out a whole form, you know, but that also has improved. Uh, it is not necessary to plug those in now to type a password. Uh, in fact, you have a lot of customizability. You can have passwords always spoken, passwords never spoken. Uh, you have different options on keyboard, on um you know on screen keyboards versus physical keyboards what you want to have spoken either nothing at all or characters or words or characters and words. So th- these are the kind of improvements that I'm talking about that I've seen made on Android uh, the Android you know operating system overall and I'm confident that we're going to see even more improvements made and I'm optimistic about that.
0: Well, thank you so much, Ambassador, for that wonderful journey story of Android. And most importantly, now that you're the ambassador, I hope that when you're in Germany, you're not focused on drinking that beer, man. Uh, uh.
3: I will will focus on that exclusively. All right. I'll I'll drink a beer as
4: I am being ambassadorial
3: about Android. Okay.
4: Don't drop your phone in the
3: beer. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to use the camera to maybe give a very good description of the color of the beer. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in all honesty, it, it, it's a pleasure to be here. It really, really is. Thank you. Yeah, sincerely. we were, we we're absolutely happy. We
0: appreciate already. it, man. Thank you so it, much. It's
4: been, it's been fun having you here today. Yeah. It's been- Yeah, I've
1: I've enjoyed
0: it. And with that Android journey story, we come to the end of this episode. So people to
1: locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers.com plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links. So that is it from us this week.
0: And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. And thank you so much. And from me, it's goodbye.
3: Bye-bye. Goodbye,
5: everyone.
1: Bye, everyone.
3: All right, guys. Be well. Have a great weekend.
0: Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android User's channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android User's channel.